tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Louis, love this sound. A little young he still looks I just hear so <laughs> now in the intro. This is pretty much. Um, hi, everybody. Welcome to AfterBuzzTV.com for the Louie After Show. Wow. <laughs> we're going to get a lot of that tonight. I'm your host, Steve Goffman. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and this, this is, as I mentioned, the AfterBuzzTV Louie After Show. If you're listening to my voice on the iTunes, thank you so much. Be sure to like us, rate us, subscribe us. He's not going to stop. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, do the same thing. If you're watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com live right now, we're going to check the chat roll. Just have a look. Have a look, see what you're saying. If you want to tweet at us at any point, be sure to tweet at me, at Steve Kaufman, K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. Hashtag ABTV Louie. And you can also tweet at Jared to my left. Yes, I'm Jared Gilkerson. I'm happy to be on the uh, the program tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gilkerson Radio, and uh, it's great being here. It's a great another great episode. Yeah. So I think what we do is we just have them hashtag ABTV Louie, and then we just wait. Right? You want to yell at? Our, you want to? Yeah, should we I yell think, at him? Yeah, your, your mic. Hey, hot. in the booth, your mic's hot. There we go. Yeah, our I engi- don't believe you. Our engineer's <laughs> mic was hot. That's good. We're all real here. This mic was hot. I was about to write it down and be really, hey, really kind. Nope. Hey, hey, you want to yell at the mic? You want to yell at the engineer? Uh, let's save it for the, uh, the the second half of the show. Okay. We'll, we'll, bring, we'll bring it back. Call back. We'll have a call we'll back. We'll do it live. Um, <laughs> the first topic I have on the board is just poop. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first asterisk. Poop. <laughs> poop. Let's discuss it. Um, Runny kind. Do you have the same phobia as Louie? It's, it's not a phobia. It's... I don't, like, who wants to? That's true. No one wants to, to to actually go to the bathroom in public unless it's like a like a really nice, I guess, hotel or something. That could be it could be almost better than your own no. restaurant. No, can't be better than your bathroom uh, ever. No, no other any place that doesn't have a shower attached that I that I could then get into. Do you if have a I bidet? To. Uh, do you have a bidet? No, I just have a shower. Okay, and that's... <laughs> I thought you meant attached to your toilet. In no, some kind no. of awesome new thing. No, but like if it's your bathroom, not yeah. a restroom, a bathroom yeah. that has. Yeah, that has you might have a... to jump in the shower you, immediately you afterwards. Might have to. You, I like to know I can jump into the shower. Yeah. Also, uh, Louis has had a bit in his stand-up called the poop radius. Yeah, that, that I've is heard. True. That I've heard a lot, and he actually has a very logical reason for why he doesn't like to do this in public, specifically when he's out with his daughters, which is where they gonna if he runs into the store of that of that dude of the drugstore, where where is the kids gonna go? Like you can't just leave them out in public, so they have to be in the stall with you, <laughs> watching you, yeah. watching you go, going, Daddy, why are we here? It's like, well, that's what happens when you you want to go to the zoo. Yeah. You're out of the parameter where I can make it home safely. Yeah, nowhere to go. And well, his one daughter, I guess, is kind of old now. I don't know what she is, maybe 14 mm. or something. But uh, yeah, they would have to embarrassingly be in the stall with him. 
which kind of I, if you don't mind, I want to. I love to say one of my favorite lines Go from this it. episode. It's from the store owner or the cashier. Oh, uh, your little white bitch, and like we talked earlier before the show, yeah. Louise is in a predicament. Does he want to get into this? While he has to take a poop? There was this tiny piece of acting that was just beautiful where Louis not the kind of guy who would just take that, especially when you're talking about his daughter. Like, he'd more or less take that for for himself. Like, if somebody, like, insulted him, he'd be more likely to let it roll off. If somebody insults his daughter, like, and there's that moment of just, like, I, I really want, I really want to tear this guy a new one for disrespecting my daughter but like I also really have to poop what's more important yeah and it's his bowels his bowels and then um, they ask a policeman yeah <laughs> the policeman's like I can't I can't help you well that whole scene was and that's when it took the turn to the brilliant scene yeah which I'm sure you're gonna jump into which was like he was just dying and in a war and his youngest daughter, uh, who's li- or uh, Jane, yes, uh, she's, played by she cracks, Ursula Parker. She's great. Yeah, and every episode she she does something to surprise me every time. But that was just a great uh, bit of acting there. It's like, okay, just pretend I'm dying and I'm never coming back. <laughs> and but I actually just have to take poop. <laughs> and that's just, it was a great like it was an epic scene. Yeah, very just nice and tight. Like if he just had a you like if he FF, FF, yeah, if FX never gave him a deal. And he just had a YouTube channel where he did stuff like this. Yeah. That would be like a four-minute thing that would get a couple million the next yeah. morning. Like, it would go viral. It would just be this really funny short clip that he was just like, I just felt like doing this. That reminds me. Do you remember his viral video uh, well before he had this show or Lucky Louie? It was the one where he stole the kid's ice cream cone and then ran to a helicopter and got away. I don't. This so sounds he, awesome. Look it up on YouTube if you're if you're watching this now on YouTube. Just go and search it after you're done watching the show, of course. But it's uh, Louis C.K., if you just search ice cream helicopter, he he literally rented a helicopter for like a few hours for this shoot. That's awesome. And all he does is just run up to a kid, steals ice cream, and run into a helicopter. It's waiting for him and leaves. <laughs> it's a great – it's a great it's – a, it's a great – It's amazing. It was like 30 seconds. It was great. This was like maybe seven years ago or something. So That's incredible. Yeah, How have I missed – Well, you, there's a lot I of things. I guess I wasn't are... on the internet as much as I am now seven yeah. years ago. Yeah. So check it out out there. Yes. Uh, it's a great viral video. But that was a great opening scene. Uh, just, I, just, I love it. I have to poop, and I'm with my daughters. Um, I, lo- I love how he throws away the groceries. Like, the groceries don't matter anymore. Nothing matters. Oh, yeah. Like, Nothing. You can call like my... He, handed, like, $60 <laughs> to the checkout yeah. and, like, didn't even scan all his food. Yeah. But I yeah. want to know what happened. Like, I guess that's the beauty, not knowing what happened. It's not like, important. Yeah, it's not like, important at all. Well, because that's, that's another thing about this show. Like, this show, especially like, early in the season, we're in season five. But, like, seasons, like, one through three, there was hardly any context or continuity to episode to episode. Which, like, only recently has he had people return in the same capacity, which I find it I find it fun only because we haven't for so long. Yeah. That at any point he could just drop. Yeah. At any point he could, like, Pamela could be a brand new person if he felt like it. Yeah. I'm happy she isn't and we'll get there. But, yeah. Um, and then we get our awesome opening. Him walking, like, obviously him walking... To a pizza place and then walking to a comedy comedy club. Yeah. He's in a comedy club. He just got off stage, and Mickey, who I guess is the booker, asked him to to do an open mic. Which, if you're Louie, you don't want to do an open mic. Like that's not that's not fun to some to someone with that many years in. Unless you get four hundred bucks. Well, no, I mean five hundred. I mean four. I mean four. I mean okay, four. <laughs> well, now the five is not fun anymore. Well, yeah. Now they now they feel bad. <laughs> Like you, you destroyed the five hundred for me. There's actually a really funny story I heard. Louis C.K. was just on uh, uh, the Opie and Jimmy show, mm. formerly Opie and Anthony, and he just told a, a funny story that um, 
he was, I guess, this is true. He told he told on there, so there's no alleged. He was actually, when he agreed to do this season, he wanted to take more time off. Yeah. But there's a story where he said he got high. He doesn't do it that much. Oh, I, I saw this. Did you hear about it? And he and he said he got high and he came up with all these great ideas. <laughs> and one of them was uh, some kind of long-form version of him hosting open mics and becoming this, like, like you know, like multiple episodes. And he looked at it the next day, apparently, and was like, <laughs> this sucks. This is terrible. <laughs> but I've already agreed to, with FX that we I'm coming back soon. So he actually tried to get it. He's like, could we do, like, a half season? And then they agreed. But it's hilarious because he woke up and looked at his own stuff and just called it complete crap. That's I've been I've been told the biggest fear of a writer while they're up late writing is that if they die while they're sleeping, yeah. that people people <laughs> while they're dead will think whatever they wrote was good, yeah. or what they think that they thought it was good. Yeah, that's that, yeah. that same kind They'll of. They'll be thing. known for like some last terrible bit. They wrote. Like, God, like he he had a great career, but did you see that last thing he wrote that that was there on his tape? Oh, that was he had a high pitched voice. It was so silly. Yeah. Um. So Matt Matchy pays him four hundred bucks. You can't you can't put two girls in a row. I love it. You can, you cannot put two girls in a row. Up first was Mike Bacotti. I hope I pronounced. Oh, Buschetti. Buschetti. Thank yeah. you because he he followed me back on Twitter, so I should get his name right. Buschetti. He another guy who's I've heard a lot on the radio. Yeah, I listen to a lot of radio, oh, yeah. and he's done a lot of just ridiculous stuff on Anthony Cumia's show or Opie and Jimmy. He's ridiculous. But he's great, mm. and I love I love how he finally got a little bit of recognition. Oh yeah, uh, you know whatever that was five seconds with a just a bad joke. Also, <laughs> Stephen Wright was the MC oh, yeah. of the comic strip, the club they were at. Yeah, Stephen Wright is just like yeah, because you look at his IMDb and like the top credit is like Reservoir Dogs. You'd be like, oh yeah, he was yeah he right. was the DJ in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Uh, like that became an album they released. That a bunch of people thought, and he was awesome. Um, Louie, they do a lottery. Are you? Uh, we didn't get to meet each other. Formally, are you in the comedy world at all? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Like, uh, I love I love comedy. Okay. Uh, and I listen to a lot of comedians on like just to talk about their actual, you know, real lives. And I go every now yeah, and yeah. then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you, you like go up and do open mics or you're just I, I did. I tried okay. it years ago. You can watch my failings on, on also on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. You <laughs> Yes. That's what the crowd didn't sound like at all. <laughs> well, wow. Well, everyone thinks... He's on top of it Well, back everyone's there so self-centered enough to think that, like, when they go up on stage and do something, that they're going to get a reaction. Yeah. Which is the first thing as a young performer you have to understand is, like, you have to earn that in jet. Like, for even for someone to boo you, you have to be bad enough for them to boo you. Like, if you're if you come out and you're just mediocre all around... Yeah. No one can... Like... Yeah, Literally, yeah. no one cares. You'd almost rather get heckled than hear yeah. You'd silence. rather get heckled or rather get booed because at least, at least you know you headed in a direction you shouldn't head, and yeah. then you could head the other way. Yeah. So, um, well, that should. Be- and you run into a lot of that in open mic where you just hear dead air, like a joke just doesn't land at all. Much like Bart folding. Oh, Bart folding. Let's get into Bart folding. <laughs> um, I found his act very funny, but there was context. The context was that it was awful. It was I'm, I was watching a show of a guy doing a bad act. Yeah. So I thought it was hysterical. Like every every joke hit for me. Yeah, I agree. I was laughing while we were watching. And like I've seen I've seen fairly skilled like comedians go up and do acts like that to the right room because they know that room will just come along for the ride of just like oh this is this is gonna be funny. But me doing a bad actor, I've seen somebody go on a show and tweet and live tweet all their jokes. So essentially, they just like stood there on stage with dead air, yeah, and then had everyone pull out their phones yeah. and keep like follow him, and then keep refreshing, yeah. 
and then you'd hear just like this random smattering of <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotta have the right room you gotta yeah I, and, you gotta have a good broadband connection and li- you have to have wifi for that for that joke to work yeah uh, I love how Louie was like I love how you know he's just pulling this stuff from his real life and you know that guys get like open micers oh, come up to him or and just and, and, he, and he finally gets in an, in an episode of his own show finally gets to just put one of them in this place but well, as we learn later, it fires back. But it's not a matter of putting them in their place. He just, just saying. But it's like, it would be the equivalent to, a, I don't know the name of a good scientist because I'm a product of public school. Albert Einstein? But like an alive one. But let's say Albert Einstein. <laughs> let's say I was also a physicist at the same time. But I was a Michu Kaku? I, you could have you made okay. that up. No, I didn't. <laughs> But I, let's say I was a physicist at the time of Albert Einstein and I like sought him out and gave him a paper and it was like gibberish. I don't think Albert Einstein would have the time to explain to me that this is gibberish. You're approaching, you're approaching this field incorrectly. And I don't even like, like, I don't even know from where you are currently if you can ever make it to even an acceptable level. Yeah. Like that's where Louis came from where it's like, I think like, you're. I just don't think you can do this. Just do it. Just do a funny voice and just be done with I, it. Yeah, like do it. Try a funny voice. Yeah. Because as his, soon as he said that, I, you know, I started replaying the act in my head. I'm like, this is this is gonna work. Like that, that, <laughs> that's totally going to work. That is weird. Like, because it like the kid had the right idea. Because comedy does come a lot from like honesty, and there's some, like there's something funny about like a kid wetting the bed. Yeah. Like that is that isn't not of funny. Course. That isn't not funny. That's yeah. really funny. Yeah, or an adult. But just the deli- or yeah, the, the delivery. It's all about the delivery, and for him to just change nothing about the act right out of a squeaky voice, that's kind of hysterical. Yeah. Also, and wind up on Jimmy Fallon in a week. Yeah. Is it, did did someone cancel? I just did well, this guy tear up the clubs in a week with the same act. I just love how Louis in his show is you know kind of just a mediocre comedian mm-hmm. you know with his you know with his kids and he's divorced and he's kind of just going trudging through life. And I love how he just gives this nobody upstart some garbage advice <laughs> and it's just going to turn their life around forever. Now they're on Fallon yes. and he's just and it's just sinking more into depression in further episodes and. Nathan Fernald, the gentleman who played Bart, yeah, yeah. he that's his first credit on IMDb. Oh, so the, congrats. Sky's the limit. Yeah. Sky's the limit, Nathan. As long as you use a silly voice. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Or he thanks you. Someone's thanking someone. What did you think about all the uh, the whole Pamela thing? Because that was you know, half the episode. I mean... That was, the, that was the bulk of the episode here. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, just her jumping right back. They kind of just... Went right back in, like, oh, they're still a thing, I guess. And well, because they were never not a thing. Like, yeah, I there, guess. there was never a level of finality yeah. to them. And as I said, like, the show doesn't really want to play that. The show doesn't really want to play that fast and loose, unless they're making a point of it. Like last season, they made a point of connecting everything. Whereas I think we're probably back to just disjointed. This is where they are now. Honestly, I don't, I don't like how she challenges it. But like, he obviously feels how he feels. But, like, she challenges him and, like, negs him, if you will, to in a way I wouldn't enjoy. And I can't see how he does. Well, I mean, it's that's just when the show gets really – it gets really real. Yeah. But I, I actually I actually really like her character. Mm-hmm. But, I'm, but I feel like they've done this kind of dialogue before. Like, it's been done. But I guess that's kind of life. But you have to kind of at least kind of bump it up for the, for the show. Yeah. But she's – 
yeah, she's she's leading him on and then knocking him down. But that's her job because he's like the straight man, you know, yeah. just straight going for it. And she's like kind of the wild girl. And but as soon as he gets on stage, she's like, oh yeah, this uh-huh. is why I like him. That's like the, that's the only time he's in control in the relationship. Yeah, when he's at it, like when he's when he's doing his profession. So that's how he keeps her, obviously. But I love the line, the line about how in two years they're both is going to be just awful looking people. <laughs> so we should enjoy. Yeah. We should enjoy it while we have it. Yeah. I, and the movie enjoy, theater scene was great too. Oh, I enjoyed everything. Yeah. I enjoyed the movie. Th- I enjoyed the, um, it wasn't an Olive Garden, the old timey Italian yeah, restaurant. Yeah. I enjoyed that scene a lot because it got real on both ends. Cause he clearly, but he clearly wants to be all in. But and he's sh- done this before. He said this through yeah, every, like, almost every episode. I think this oh, yeah, comes but up. Like, I don't know, but at a certain point, if she, if he wants to be all in and she doesn't, someone's going to get hurt, and it's probably not going to be her. I don't know if that show's ever going to go long enough to hit that point, and I don't know if he wants it to. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he but will. Like it might just be like an on, the ongoing thing for a while, and just kind of the show just ends. It seems like something he would do, you know, just kind of just, okay, that's how life is. Well, and, that, and that's happened before where he'll just find someone else and then stop hanging out with yeah, her. Yeah, like the, the the last season when he got heavily yeah. involved with the, I uh, forget where she was from. His neighbor's. Yeah. His neighbor's uh, daughter. Yeah. Granddaughter. But their dialogue is so good together. I think she's, that's never going to get to a, a weird place. But I guess it could. Yeah. You know, I guess it could because that's how it really, really goes. This chick is from Hungary. Hungary. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, God. <laughs> that is God. That is God joining us. Oh, oh wow. We someone lost is, someone. We lose God so quick. Wow. Man. But I like but then the, you know, she drops the name of the episode. Why don't we just date a la carte? These these scenes like give me a little bit of anxiety because it's almost so real where you're having mm-hmm. these real conversations. I'm like, this is getting too real. Like, I was just laughing at him having to take a crap on the side of the road, and now five minutes later, <laughs> I can't deal with this real relationship stuff stop and I'm like ah I, I mean I still enjoy it yeah because it's written really well but it gets me it's, I'm like too invested in these people I don't want to I don't want to do it that's just my attitude no I'm me I'm invested in these people and I want to see them both like have and I think it might be I'm I'm in this I'm in this place where I think I think everything will turn out okay for everyone yeah I like, kind of don't want relationships. it to but like I don't like you don't want it to because then then there's less to watch like there's less interesting stuff to watch but you still want to root for that character to just like no I want him to meet somebody he just loves and oh gets yeah to spend the rest of his life with and everything like obviously isn't going to be perfect but everything is better than it is now where he wants to be all in with someone and feels that way about someone and they're never going to feel that way about him see this is the brilliance of the show yeah the fact that we can start where we did and yeah and kind of get to where we, we are can now. start to like a pretty on the surface poop joke like a pretty well done poop joke yeah and then end on like like what is love what are relationships what is happiness and in his you know WTF moment in the bed just seeing like how his career is so mediocre yeah it's like that last moment of oh my god this kid is already light years ahead of me this sucks yeah this sucks this but she's here so this yeah, is what, this sucks, what does but this she's mean? here and like that's I'm okay with that now yeah maybe but that's my I don't know I don't know. I, I, I would love to see Pamela keep coming back, but I think she's just going to keep hurting him and he's going to keep letting her. Uh, sure. I'm all for that. Yeah. I kind of, oh, I, I like when she hurts him. Yeah. I like it. I enjoy it because I, it's, it's, I, she's, she's more real than him, I think. He's in this fairy tale, I think, kind of land. Okay. And I think she's more real of a character. I think she's verbalizing things that a lot of people don't. And he's verbalizing things that too many people do. You know what I mean? It's almost like he's kind of just going through the motions and she's kind of just, hey, I need to knock you back down because we're having fun. But, you know. Yeah. 
And maybe that says a lot about me, and like that's that's the thing about this episode, and the yeah. way that way or this show, and the way it's written is that people can interpret it different ways, and that's how it's supposed to go. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good place. Final thoughts. Oh yeah, I'd love to hear. There, there are so many good quotes in the show. Yes. So if you're watching us on YouTube or you want to tweet us, I would love to just see what everyone's favorite kind of line was. And I don't know if you had one. I know we kind of went over one earlier, but I like the "Put your dick away and let's go eat." <laughs> And that's that was maybe the line of the day. Did you have um, one? I think I'm not funny, question mark. The way it oh, was delivered. Yeah. Just someone went up there and, and did an entire set and got conceivably no reaction. Not even no laughs. No reaction. Yeah. And then gets Louis C.K. to critique him and then can still just stone face. I'm, I'm not funny? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. No, but... I'm not funny. Yeah, like that. I, don't, I just enjoyed like, that. See you later. Good yeah, luck. like, like so, this. That was an, an amazing delivery of yeah, the line. Agreed. And yeah, um, wrap her up. Wrap her up. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, where can the people find you? Well, they could find me on Twitter at Gilkerson Radio. That's me, Jared Gilkerson, and uh, tweet at me. Yeah, and you guys can also find me on the Twitter at Steve Kaufman, K A U F M A N N. I'm on a lot of shows here at AfterBuzz TV. I tweet about them regularly, so follow me and I'll let you know. Sweet, yeah. Where's um, that? Where's that laugh track? Come on, we're funnier than that. Uh, well, we get on. We <laughs> got our reaction. Thank you. Reaction. Thank, thank, you, you. thank you. Thank you. We are funny. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.